that feeling of I knew this was coming, it's your intuition being like, bitch, I've been telling you this, but the card is like affirming something that you already know to be true. Hello and welcome to the Feminine As Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer, and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot. I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I feel like I say that every time and I'm like, let's just jump straight in. I'm not even going to, whatever. I don't know what I'll say at the beginning. Like, happy Wednesday, but we don't know when this is coming out. And today is Tuesday. So there we have it. Um, That's where we're at today. (laughs) Anyway, today's going to be a juicy episode, as you would have guessed from the title. And I am very excited to dive into this. So a client asked me about this the other day, which is really what spurred me to then jump on and make this a podcast. So obviously today we're talking about like where, like, like where does witchy stuff, I'm going to say, because I feel like the word witchcraft can be quite triggering for people. Where does witchy stuff fit in to religion in terms of Catholic, Anglican, Christian religion. They're the religions I know the most about. Um, For background, I grew up going to an Anglican school and also a Catholic school. Um, My parents and grandparents and family, like like I was baptized and everything. So I guess I'm Christian. Um, Honestly, the whole Catholic, Anglican, Christian, whatever, there is so many different types of religions in the one bubble of God, right? Like it's this, it's in essence, it's the same fucking story. It's just told in a different way. Um, I grew up later, like my second school that I went to my predominant, I went to a lot of schools because we moved around a lot, but the second predominant school that I went to, so the first one was Anglican. The second one was Catholic. And there was a lot of, um, uh, like religious classes. What do we call them? Um, Chris, what are they, what were they called again? Fuck. I can't remember. Christian studies is what they were called. Christian studies. Jesus Christ. That takes me back. Christian studies. Anyway, point being is, and, and I actually, I'm going to preface firstly for this episode. It doesn't matter what religion you are, what you believe in. I personally think that if you have an open mind, this is a really good episode to listen to because the episode isn't going to be like swaying you one way or another. I don't care what you believe in. Like you do you, whatever feels right is the most important thing. I just want to share this because there is a misunderstanding about this um, because I get this asked a lot and I can't believe I haven't done an episode on this prior to this point. So everybody should listen to this and the conversation isn't going to be swaying you one way or another. It's actually just going to help you to understand. Okay. So for background, so yeah, I grew up and I understood a lot about Christianity because we had to study it. We had to do exams on it, blah, blah, blah. So I understand all of that. For me personally, what I always felt, and I didn't understand it until I was about 21, I think. Was that 21? 21? I don't know if I can know. Time is weird in my world. Um, was I always thought as a kid I could talk to God. 
it turns out that was actually just my intuition and me being me having a very, very strong channel to whatever you believe is up there. For some of you, it would be God. For some of you, it would be the universe. For some of you, it could be spirit guides, angels, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But back then I did believe in God, but I didn't believe in the God that I was taught about at school. In terms of, I believed like that he did good things, whatever. Like I read the Bible, I understand it completely. I went to church, all that kind of stuff. I used to go to like those Sunday school, like I've done the whole thing. And I went through, what was interesting actually for me when I think back on it is like, I went through phases. I went through phases where I would really like dive into having faith and then phases where I'd be like, this is fucking weird, not for me. And what I actually later understood was that in those moments where I was really jumping in, I was actually jumping into what I thought God was. And then when I would like revert and be like, "Mm, no thanks, it was because I was being like, I was having something forced down my throat essentially, especially at the second school that I went to in Melbourne. Um, Well, like I went to one one school in Sydney, one school in Melbourne. Well, actually I went to two in Melbourne, but I left after like a year, a year I think it was, or half a year. I didn't like it. It was too big. And I grew up going to a small school, so I didn't like it. Anyway, um, point being is that for me, I didn't ever understand why like reading a book would mean this is how you had to live because I would talk to God. I would have these really intuitive things come through. And by the way, they were always when I was on the toilet, it was like, for some reason that was like my God time when I was little, when I'd be on the toilet, I would talk to God. I, 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 people joke about it, but I am like the energy for me is like something's coming out, something's coming in. I don't know. There's some weird fucking clear channel when I'm on the loo anyway. And I never understood it. I never understood why I would talk to God and why I would feel a certain way and understand certain things and kind of get these messages. But then I would have something else of like shoved down my throat that I wouldn't, I just couldn't understand. I couldn't like intellectually comprehend it. And what for me, and it's really interesting when you actually look into organized religion, because I know that can be really triggering to think about, but Christianity, Catholicism, Ang- like if you're Anglican, what's the other word for Anglican? Whatever. If you're Anglican, it doesn't matter what what you believe in. A lot of religions are organized religion. So what's important to remember is that it's really a game of Chinese whispers. They're, you know, quote unquote, reading from the Bible, but that has gone through many interpretations over many years, and it is still being interpreted Every time it goes through someone's mouth, through a priest's mouth, it's being interpreted. And then you take on that interpretation as truth, but you haven't heard it straight from God. So that's what I never understood. What I could never wrap my head around. It's like, this feels, this for me, it was always like, this feels fucking weird. I am not going to believe some words when it hasn't come from God's mouth itself. So I always felt like I had this really strong connection with God that people didn't understand. I felt weird for it. Because I always thought, this is fucking weird. Like, who else can do this? Like, I I felt like I was bizarre for being able to talk to God. But when I would do so, it would feel like truth. And we actually do religion, uh, religious trauma healing in Queen Alchemy. Not because religion is bad. That's not what I'm saying. Not because religion is bad, but because often a lot of organized religion can actually create a lot of trauma in people. Because they create the belief via whoever gave it to them, that a certain thing, a certain action, a certain thought, way of living, a desire is wrong, shameful, bad. 
And when you really tune in to like, okay, this divine God that loves you unconditionally, would he ever shame you for random things? Would that, like, would you having a human experience actually be wrong in his mind? And that's for me personally, I could never wrap my head around of why would God shun me for just being a teenager or being a kid or being human or making mistakes? And why did I have to go and like tell somebody when I made a mistake? Like they're not God. Why would I tell them? And then what, by telling them all of a sudden, like what I've done is just erased? Like that to me also didn't make sense. It's like if I did something bad, quote unquote, then I learn from it, move on. That's the human experience. I mean, we all know I'm a very old soul, but the point being, and what I'm trying to express to you is part of organized religion has meant that there is misinterpretations and misunderstandings of things. And one of them being witchcraft. So there is a thing called black magic and white magic. Quickly, just interrupting the episode for a very good reason, because for those of you that are new to the world of manifestation, or you don't get it, or you know that you need to heal your relationship with money and you want to be able to attract in more money and more abundance and like be in that high vibe, I really, really recommend that you join MMM level one. Um, if you want to join level two, you can, but I only open it a couple times a year. So just make sure that you're on the wait list for that and that you look out for for when I'm next opening it. But when I do my manifesting and my money stuff with you guys, I do do it differently. So I encourage you to check that out. And I also have my feminine as fuck bundle. If you want to just dip your toes into a little bit of everything, then those two are really good options and they're low cost and you can watch all of it and consume all of the content right away. Now, if you followed me for a long time, you would know that I was, and I'm going to go into this in a second, very into and still support myself, like still stand by this, like using nature to boost my manifestations. That is all what witchcraft is, like white magic that is. It is literally using the elements of nature to add extra energy to your manifestations. Now, I don't sit here and cast spells anymore. The reason why I don't is not because I don't stand by it. It's because, and this is really, really good to understand. It's because I went through a very important season in my life where I needed that to feel supported in my ability to surrender. I don't need that anymore. So when we are looking at uh, oracle cards, tarot cards, and any kind of spells, what it's actually doing, especially something like, let's start with oracle cards. So what oracle cards and tarot cards are actually doing is it's very fucking similar to affirmation cards. And no Christian would have a problem with affirmation cards. But a lot of Christians, they have a problem with, and not saying you're a bad person, like this I even brought up, have a problem with, say, oracle cards or tarot cards, for for um, for example. Now, when you're using oracle cards and tarot cards, those fucking cards aren't going to do anything bad to you. But what those cards are actually doing, they are triggering things that you already know to be true. What they're doing is you are using them on your journey to help you to feel like you can trust your intuition more, helping you to feel like you can talk to God more or you can talk to the universe more. That is literally what they are doing. Hence, you know, when you pull, for example, um, let's say a 10 of pentacles, right, which is prosperity, abundance, whatever, you could be like, oh my God, yes, I knew this was coming. That that feeling of I knew this was coming, it's your intuition being like, bitch, I've been telling you this, but the card is like affirming something that you already know to be true. So I am like, I think that they, and I believe, and I know that they are very, very important tools on the journey for someone to feel like they can trust their intuition and their path and that they're going to be okay. They can provide a lot of soothing. 
Because at the end of the day, whether you are praying to God or the universe, there is no physical thing in front of you that helps you to feel safe, protected, like things are going to be okay. But for a lot of us, and this was especially for me, especially during COVID, I needed this a lot because I was so alone. Um, I found so much support and help in, in having a 3D thing in front of me that would allow me to actually feel like, okay, because I've lit this candle and blown it out, because I've used, you know, rosemary in X, Y, and Z, or because I have pulled these cards, everything is going to be okay. And that to me felt like what I needed at that time for my journey of getting really good with manifesting, fully being able to embody surrendering to something, trusting in the universe, trusting on my path. I fucking needed that because in those moments where I would cast a spell, for example, and all I would do was I'd literally, what actually a spell is like, you're basically saying a prayer out loud and then you blow out a candle, for example, and maybe the candle has some basil on it. That's literally what a spell is. Just FYI, everybody. So if you're eating basil, it's the same fucking thing. I mean, not exactly the same thing, but like you eat basil and all you're doing is having some basil, like some dried basil on a candle. And it's the same thing. When you blow out a, when you blow out a candle on your dinner table at dinner, there you go. You're blowing out a candle. You're not, you wouldn't say, oh, I'm doing witchcraft, but can you see how it's like what all you're doing when you're sitting down to cast a spell is you're saying the prayer out loud of what you want to call in, what you're asking for help with, what you are asking to feel in your life or feel in yourself, right? Whether it's like, I want to feel loved, whether it's I'm asking to be protected, whether I'm asking to, you know, be reminded and, 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 um, whether I'm just putting out to the universe, like everything's going to be okay. And when you blow out that candle, it's a sense of it's done. Just like if you blow out a birthday candle, that's a spell. What have you done? You have set a wish. That's a spell, set a wish, right? And then you've blown out a candle and that blowing out of a candle is it's done. The energy of it is it's done. Let's say for example, you would have a candle next to your bed when going to bed, right? Or back in the day when they didn't have light bulbs, they would have candles around their house and they would blow them out at the end of the day to be days finished. I'm off to bed. And what happens is that blowing out of a candle over time has become, has, has basically got the energy of a very strong symbolism of book closed, chapter done, it's done. So when you are casting a spell or saying a prayer and then blowing out a candle and just FYI, when you go to church, you blow out candles. So when you blow out a candle, right, and you've said a prayer, that is technically a spell, right? And this, I know this can be like super triggering for some of you to hear. The triggering thing about it is that what happened a long time ago when witchcraft was a real thing is that this is actually the history of it. You can look it up. So doctors didn't like it because we had these women that were able to help other people. And I will go into black magic in a second. We had these women and men that were witches that were able to help other people. And all they were really were healers, right? Um, but it, they, the doctors didn't like it, okay? And a lot of the doctors were men and it was really about the church, right? Did not like that um, these witches or these healers could heal people naturally using 
basil, as I've just been saying, or rosemary or whatever it is that they're using, right? Different herbs and medicines and herbalism, they didn't like it that they could heal people naturally with this. Why? No money in it, right? This was like, like, let's not think that like even back then people didn't care about money. We've always cared about money, right? It's we care about status, hierarchy, money. Why? Because it's it's literally the strongest person wins. It's survival of the fittest and it has been for a very long time. So anyone that's going to threaten us in that path, we're going to get rid of. So what happened was that's where the witch hunt happened. So they would go around killing all the witches. Then what has happened over time is that witches got a name of doing bad things. Witches didn't do bad things. But if you are told something for a long enough amount of time, guess what? You're going to believe it. So we have been led to believe, and then they've put it in movies, right? Like most movies, witches are bad. They've put it in movies where all the witches are evil, they're nasty, they're bad, they cast spells on people in bad ways, and they ruin people's lives. So that is what we have tied witchcraft to be like. And then, of course, in the church, we are then it's further, you know, uh, what's the word (sighs) further emphasized on that any kind of witchcraft is like against Christianity. And again, coming back to like what I feel like is right. I'm like, well, if God loves everybody unconditionally, why would he like make you wrong for simply wanting to further believe that everything is going to be okay? Like I like, Like if someone wants to explain it to me, please do, because I literally cannot understand how a God that really, really loves you unconditionally and wants the best for you would make you wrong for literally adding something else into your toolkit for you to feel more supported through your human experience. Because really what it does is it is helping you to further believe in your faith of a higher power that everything is going to be okay. And when you really understand faith and Christianity, Catholicism, whatever, it's all part of faith. You believing in the the universe, all part of faith. Faith is there to help you to feel like you're not alone. Faith is there to help you to feel like you're on the right path, that you're protected, that everything's going to work out. And that doesn't matter whether you believe in God, Buddha, the universe, angels. It doesn't matter what you believe in. That's the purpose of it. So if that's the purpose of it, a not selfish God, right, would be like, yeah, like I want you to feel so supported. So whatever's going to make you to feel supported, please pull that into your life. That to me is what a God would really, I got goosebumps. That to me is what a God would really, really be saying to me anyway. That's what feels true for me. I'm just quickly interrupting the episode, ladies and gentlemen, to remind you that I have opened up something new for you. So I've opened up a mini one-on-one package, which is a two-session one-on-one package with me. You also get two weeks of text message, voice message support as well. And this is perfect for you if you are not yet ready to invest in a longer term commitment, but you still want to get some healing done. So, you know, in these two weeks, you are going to feel like a huge weight has been lifted off your shoulders and you really will feel like you are a huge step closer to being the dream version of yourself. I've helped women in these past many one-on-ones break the cycle of binge eating. I've helped them to release a lot of resentment and anger so that they can come back to their feminine energy in their relationship. I've helped women in these situations to 
you know, no longer feel shame around past situations that have happened to them, um, to, you know, no longer have bad PMS, to heal their PCOS, whatever it is. And so whatever you need to work on, maybe there's one little thing at the moment, or maybe there's two things you're going to bring them to me for this mini one-on-one and we'll just kind of break it down and make a really good action plan the two of us in a way that feels comfortable with you and we will tackle as much as we can in those two sessions and in those two weeks so I love this mini one-on-one package because it allows you to get a little bit of a taste of working with me and what my coaching is like and how I do my work with my clients so whatever you need help with whether it is energetic upgrades whether it's you know, confidence, whether it's trauma, whether it's sexuality, whether it's business, money, boundaries, feminine embodiment, dating relationships, whatever it is, I am here for you and we will absolutely do it. So if you would like to book in one of these sessions, all you need to do is follow the link below and you will see all the details on my website page. I do want to just let you know that there may be a waiting period once you decide to join of up to three months. Obviously, we will do our best to get you in ASAP, but depending on the time of the year and when you book and what else I have going on, I just want to give you that little bit of a heads up. So if you haven't already claimed a space for yourself and you would like to, I would highly encourage you to do so, especially because there will be a little bit of a waiting, a waiting period. Um, so yeah, any questions about the mini one-on-one package, just let me know. Otherwise I can't wait to get into the work with those of you that have already claimed a space for yourself. So let's go into black magic. So with black magic, that is what a lot of us think witchcraft is and black magic is the bad magic. Black magic is you casting a spell on someone for them to die or them to have bad luck or whatever it is. Now, of course, there is possibilities that that can happen. But what we always forget that's most important is that free will is always at play. And what that means is that it is up to the person to make their choices. You you're not they're not a robot where you have a controller and you're controlling them. It is fully up to them to make their own choices. So let's say for example for argument's sake, you wanted to cast a spell, a banishing spell or a bad luck spell, let's say, on your ex. I've literally been DM this before by the way. On your ex. Well, one, I'd be like if someone when someone DMs me or asks me, I'm like, absolutely fucking not. We don't we don't do that. And also free rules at play. So what that would look like, for example, let's say for example, you casted a bad luck spell on him. One, all you're doing is putting energy out there. You're gonna feel worse than he is, number one, because you're putting that vibe out of like, I wanna fuck somebody over. Like that's gonna weigh way heavier on you, sister, than it's gonna weigh on him. Two, Will he necessarily feel the energy? Maybe, maybe not. If he's numbed out, like if he's not fucking on it, like if he's not in his body, not feeling everything, he's probably not going to feel it. And most people are, right? He's probably not going to feel anything. Let's just say for argument's sake, he feels this bad luck spell and all of a sudden he starts having bad luck. There's two things. One, he plays victim to the bad luck and there's the rest of his life, right? Where he believes that he's been cast under a bad luck spell and he can't get out of it and he's going to have bad luck for the rest of his life and he never changes his mindset. Well, if we know that energy is everything, then can you see how like, well, you know those days when like one bad thing happens and, the, and, and then it keeps going? Right. You could say to yourself, I've been cast under a bad luck spell or one bad thing happened and you didn't pivot your energy and instead stated it and let yourself be grumpy the rest of the day. And so of course, because everything's energy, like attracts like, you attracted more things into your day that were bad because you were your reticular activating system is literally now programmed to see more bad things in the day. 
versus one bad thing happens. "Mm, That's fucking weird. Switch your energy. I'm looking for the good. And you then doesn't matter. You go out and you look for the good in the rest of your day. So do I really believe that you can cast a spell on somebody? Mm, Like, I guess because everything is energy. So like, yeah, of course that's a possibility. Do I think that if somebody has any sort of self-belief and self-power that's going to disrupt their whole life? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because we all could say you've been cast some spell over you. Like I could say I was cast a bad luck spell because of my ski accident. Or I could say that I was cast a bad luck spell because all of my shit was moldy and the removalist company fucked me over. But I don't choose to see life that way. Instead, it's like, all right, this happened. Let's solve the problem. And like, this is not going to be my story and it's all going to be okay. It's all about the way in which you see something, right? So So that's basically black magic, right? And I don't engage in that. And any person that truly understands witchcraft and is a good person, they would never engage in that. Someone casting spells and using some candles and engaging in some candle magic or using crystals, that isn't doing anything bad or wrong in my mind. What that is doing is that person is in this moment of life feeling like they need a little bit more support than just journaling or than just meditating and you know, speaking to the universe or to God, or they are really struggling in their life. And what's actually giving them a sense of peace and a sense of calmness is to get into a routine of lighting a candle, whatever it is, putting out their prayer or their spell, however you want to say it, and then blowing out the candle right? If you, you know, ever write down things on a piece of paper and then you burn the piece of paper to get rid of it, you've technically cast a spell. If you ever, um, write your manifestations on a list and especially in line with the moon, you could technically cast a spell. If you ever write out your future self journaling, you're technically casting a spell. If you ever have a candle like I do on my um, table, that's a manifestation candle. And it's said that it's, you know, brewed with this manifestation energy and it's got these essential oils that represent the um, manifestation, then technically I'm casting a spell. So can you see how like, it's literally about the way that you've been taught and how you perceive everything? Because you could perceive everything as negative or everything as positive. You could perceive every single thing as a fucking spell, or you could perceive everything as uh, I don't even, what's the opposite of spell? I don't fucking know. But what I'm really trying to understand, what I'm really trying to help you guys to understand is that being a part of being Christian does not mean, or Catholic or whatever it is, does not mean that you cannot pull out Oracle cards, you know, blow out a green candle when you're calling in more money because green is abundance or blow out a pink candle when you're calling in the love of your life. To me, it's always an end. You can pray to God and you can do that, especially if it's going to help you to feel better throughout your day, right? So I hope this has kind of helped you guys. And if any of you have religious trauma, then you definitely need to join Queen Alchemy. There's a really fantastic module that is in the portal about religious trauma um, and helping you to understand religion and helping you to come back to yourself and not outsource your power. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, organized religion, and for some people this feels really good, that's fine. If this is you, it is an outsource of your power. So if you're outsourcing your power to something that doesn't feel aligned, 
you're not in alignment. If you are believing in God and and whatever, and it does feel aligned, then fucking great. But let's just be consciously aware of what feels good for me and what doesn't feel good. And that's allowed to change. So like I was saying at the beginning, my spiritual practices have changed over time because I have come so deeply back into my intuition because I used to shut it down a lot. Like when I was talking to God, I, I don't know what the moment was, but, um, it was shut down. (laughs) It was shut down. Anyway, I don't know whether I was like, I, I think, I feel like it was shut down more actually towards being at school, which was interesting than earlier than that. Anyway, that's like my gut feeling, but I haven't used my oracle cards in a while. I haven't cast a spell in a while and it's not because I don't want to. I mean, fuck, I should do one for the next full moon. It's not because I don't want to. It's not because I don't believe in them anymore. It's literally just because my intuition has now become so strong again. My channel is so strong that it actually now feels, keyword feels, it actually now feels easier and better and like full correct answers when I just sit in meditation and I channel and I speak to my guides and I get all the answers. I don't feel the need to use cards or anything to help me to know what is my intuitive answer, if that makes sense. So that journey for me really allowed me to get really strong with my intuition again. So now, you know, if I'm on a client session and they're wanting me to do a channeling session for them, I mean, it's bang fucking on for them. It is really, really bang on. I don't feel the need to use cards anymore because I'm like, we don't need them. Like what I'm saying I know is 100% true and it feels 100% true and I really come back to that place. So if you're at a point where you're getting back to that place of being really in your intuition, then using oracle cards, tarot cards, all that, that jazz would be really helpful for you. If you're already there, give yourself permission to no longer use them. It doesn't mean that you don't stand by them. Like I have a witchy program, Witchery and Wisdom. It doesn't mean that I don't stand by it. I do because that was a really important chapter in my life that got me here. So if you're, let's say like you're, you know, two years behind me, let's say, that could be a great program for you to do because it will help you to then get here. I don't need it anymore as I am right now, but boy, Am I glad that I went through that because I truly believe that that allowed me to get here because it gave me the ability to surrender. It gave me peace. It gave me trust. It gave me things that I was, you know, like in London in lockdown, I was struggling and I would have been struggling if I didn't have that. But, and some of you, this might not make sense, but like if you were struggling during COVID, like there there was peace that I felt when I would blow out a candle asking for protection or asking that this was all going to be worth it and I was going to look back one day and know that it was going to be okay. There was so like, know that it, like it was, it happened for a reason. There was so much peace in that. And now, you know, I do look back at London and I'm like, you know what? I kind of wish I could have enjoyed it more, you know? And there were moments that I really did enjoy it, but there were weeks that were hard. There were days that were hard. There were mornings that were hard. It wasn't all hard, but the overall, like, fuck yeah, it was hard. Like like for a lot of us, being in lockdown, especially if you're away from your family and friends, was really, really hard. And allowing me to have um, external sources of like 3D things in front of me did support me. And yeah, it actually, it is an external power. Like, yeah, I did outsource part of my power because I needed to, in order to feel my own inner power, I needed to outsource some of my power to cards, 
spells, universe candles, whatever. And actually outsourcing, I'm not, I wasn't outsourcing my power to spells, but I was using spells to help me to feel my own power. But I was outsourcing my power to like cards because I would use them as like truth. I would use them of like, okay, use this as guidance. Okay, not truth. I would use it as guidance, right? To then feel my own inner truth. So I needed that though at that time and that's okay. So I just want to give you all of that to help you to feel like wherever you are at with your journey is well well and truly and okay well and truly okay and that you can engage in you know my coaching you can engage in my worlds you can engage in reading oracle cards or having your own cards or blowing out a candle even if you are religious even if you are religious you really really can and it's about this reprogramming at truly understanding, like go and read a book on, there's actually a book called, I think it's called Witch that I read a while ago. Go read a book on actual witchcraft because you will be surprised to know that like it wasn't fucking bad. It wasn't like this devilish thing where like you would, you know, be shunned for the rest of your life. Sorry, I'm like adjusting my seat, lol. It wasn't this bad thing where you'd be adjust, where you adjusting the rest of your life. Wow. It wasn't this bad thing where you'd be shunned for the rest of your life, right? That's what happened back in the day because of the church. But that's not what's happening now, if that makes sense. So just like we have to re, you know, reframe our relationship with money, we have to reframe our relationship with witchy stuff and with manifesting because literally all you're doing when you're casting a spell is manifesting is this is literally what you're doing you're manifesting using things from nature to support you in your manifestation journey if i told you it's a manifestation practice you would just think it's a manifestation practice it's literally because of the word spell that it freaks people out it's literally because of the word spell. But if, it was, if I said it was a manifestation practice, you'd be okay. So if you feel like your stomach churn when I say spell, like spell, 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 like let yourself say it more, write it out more, let your body become neutral to it. Every day, write spell like a hundred times on a piece of paper so that you can actually start to feel neutral about the word spell. Because I could, this is really important. I could literally tell you to do the exact same thing and say it's a manifestation practice and you wouldn't think twice about it. It's because of the word spell and witch that it freaks people out. And that is because over time we have been programmed to believe those two words are very bad. Just like rich and wealth. You could feel uh when you hear the word rich and wealth because you've been programmed over a long period of time to believe that if you are rich or if you are wealthy, you are a bad person. So food for thought. Let me know what you thought about the episode. Um, I hope that you guys got triggered in a good way and that you learned some things and that you just felt like, wow, I really need to open my mind to this. Um, and yeah, if you haven't already followed me on Instagram, please make sure you do Monica Yates health and the podcast Instagram is feminine as fuck without the you. So it's FCK for fuck. Um, and if you haven't left a review on the podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. And again, if this didn't tickle your fancy, then cool. You don't need to do anything mean about it, right? Just leave it to the side. It's really interesting how like people won't say positive things, but when they really don't like something, they'll go super vocal on negative things. No one's done this about my podcast. Or at least I don't think so. They've done shit. They actually have about like other stuff of mine. And I'm like, isn't it interesting that you can't just like put it to the side? Like you need to like shame somebody else for your own pleasure. So if it wasn't your fancy, that's fine. Put it to the side. You don't need to agree. Moving on. Simple as that. Have a lovely day, everybody, and I will see you in the next episode.